in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Under. Here from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost. And uh, as we've said in the past, this is a show for patrons, driven by patrons. If you want to join in, go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And you join at the $5 tier and up, and you get to participate in this. And you also get a shout out at the end of the month and all kinds of different fun stuff. So uh, head over there. And uh, the show is basically you send in whatever you want us to talk about. And I believe you're starting this one, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so much fun. Let's get into it. We've really enjoyed the questions that have been sent to us. So let's pick up where we left off and let's start off with Angela Dashner. Angela Dashner, one of our patrons here, says, uh, thanks, Matt and John. Always love the shows and the content is a great break in the middle of this crazy time right now. Well, thank you, Angela, for being a fan. Mm-hmm. Movies are sometimes being remade with varying degrees of success. So with that in mind, what movie franchise would you like to see rebooted from the past? Thanks, as always, for everything you both do to entertain and brighten my my day angela well you're welcome angela absolutely all right matt do you have a franchise from the past that you would like to see rebooted nowadays with today's technology today's actors what have you well, the thing is if it was any good it's already been rebooted oh, wow you think that okay by and large can you name a franchise off the top of your head that has not been rebooted in the past say 10 years it's a good question years. it's a good question i don't know i, I mean don't... The Thin Man was a great franchise way back when in the 40s. Uh, and that, that okay. him and uh, was it William Powell and Myrna Loy. And they haven't really kind of redone that uh, version of, um, of that. So I don't know. I don't know if there are franchises from back then. I mean, you, you could argue the Frankenstein Wolfman stuff, but they've tried to reboot it a number they of did. times. With just Tom haven't Cruise's really got it off the. Yeah, the mummy, mummy thing. Supposed Oof. to be the Universal's universe. Uh, yeah exactly yeah yeah it didn't it didn't work i mean king kong they uh, king kong and uh got yeah. they brought back um a bunch of them like terminator and aliens are still going oh god help us all yeah and they're terrible uh, yeah so i can't think of an entity that exists that yeah. has not been <coughs> starship troopers i guess uh yeah i guess we haven't seen a a, a version of starship starship troopers has there been a TV show? I don't remember if there was a TV show. I don't know. I'm sure it was hmm. just as terrible as the movies. Yes, I don't like those movies. Uh, which ones are those? The, the fucking Starship Troopers. Oh, the Starship. You don't like? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't think a movie's that great. People try to argue, no. tell me it's a socially conscious, conscious whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, but I've yeah. seen that. Whatever concept they're presenting in that movie, I've seen in like 30 other movies done in way more interesting circumstances. What about Jaws? With better actors. And with better actors. Fair. What about Jaws? I haven't rebooted Jaws. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, they kind of did with Megalodon. Oh, the or Meg or whatever Meg. it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was just terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, so bad. I was done halfway through and I was like, I know this is the middle of this movie and this sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, thankfully had the AMC pass, so it didn't it was part of the monthly bill that I was already getting. So right, right. Who gives a shit? I didn't have to pay singularly for that. True, true. Uh, let's see what else. Highlander. What about Highlander? Have they tried to reboot Highlander? Do you think you could? You know yeah. I mean? Is there enough of a demand? I don't know. I mean, it's still that that last that first one is still something people talk about nowadays and love to discover and go back into the eighties and discover it. So yeah. I would say it's possible. Um, yeah, maybe Highlander. I don't know. Um, Red Sonia. They keep trying to redo. They keep trying to make that movie. Mm. They initially had what's his face who was uh, kicked off the film. Uh, the guy who did the uh, X Men movies, Singer Brian Singer, was originally part of it. And oh. they kicked him off and moved a woman in there to direct it. But they haven't gone forward past that. So she'd be interesting. They tried to do Conan with Momoa, and that was a disgrace. Yeah, um, I, I was intrigued by that. And then I heard it was just brutal. And I was like, ah, I'm is. not that big a Conan fan anyway. A Conan <laughs> fan. So uh, so I didn't really care. Um, it's kind of like when Pathfinder came out. I was like, oh, this seems like a, a variation oh, yeah. on Conan. And then everybody said, it is terrible. And I was like, oh, I almost want to see it because it's just, I don't know, a single person that doesn't say it's just brutal. It's its bad, but the cinematography is pretty fucking incredible in that film. So the problem is everything around it is not good. Um, but it's like that, uh, was it 10,000 BC or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting idea, just brutal movie. Yeah, yeah. Um. I was just thinking of one. It went out of my head. Oh, Flash Gordon, right? We haven't had a Flash Gordon. Okay. We haven't seen anybody reboot that one. Yeah, that could be fun. Superhero type of pulpy, you know, heroes out there. Yeah, yeah. I could see that working. Yeah, I could see Flash Gordon coming back. I mean, they've talked about doing Howard the Duck, but whether or not that actually happens, who knows? And that's not right. really a franchise as of yet. Right. Um, what do you think of V.I. Warshawski? Remember that with Kathleen Turner? That was, that's based on a series of novels. Is it really? A, I remember she's a spy. That. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie, but it was their attempt to try to reboot that or try to, I'm sorry, try to turn that into a franchise for her. My mom was know, a, a fan of hers. And for that, that short burst in the 80s when she was, you know, <laughs> after the number one on the call sheet. Oh, yeah. She was, uh, my mom was a fan. For, yeah, for like three years, four yeah. years. She was like, everybody wanted her. She, was hot. she could put out anything she wanted to. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is rarefied air. Yes. For yes. any actor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or And even more so for any actress. It's a tough yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. Fewer have the franchise possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't think of any. I mean, they did speed? the Planet of the Apes already. Um, speed's possible. They haven't. Um, but, but would you want to go back and do that again? Like, is it that big of a deal? Can't go below fifty. You know that kind of thing. What would make it interesting? That's yeah. I don't thing. know. I don't know. It's like it's like Jaws. Can you really top that first one? Is still just as good. So what's the yeah? Point? True. That's what I think about West Side Story. What's the point? Why is Spielberg remaking West? Side I don't Story? know. What's the fucking point? I think of one eleven all the Oscars. options. Yeah. Right. Um. You know. Hopefully it's great, but I just don't really think it needs to be done. Yeah, they remade Ben-Hur, and it was a piece of crap. So it's just like so frustrating when they try to do that bullshit. It's like, what are you doing? Well, especially West Side, it's 
already been it's a musical first and foremost yes and then on top of that it's already been done and both are considered excellent yeah so yeah. it's kind of like why why touch it it is but he wants to introduce it to a new generation that have never seen the original so yeah yeah it's the only plausible reason i can come up with it yeah i agree uh, all right. Well. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, thank you so much, uh, uh, Angela, for that question. All right. What's uh, what's our next one there? Oh, oh we got another. So we'll do one of them <laughs> from Chris Lemke, man. Machine Gun Fire Lemke. Uh, hey, guys. After watching Tenet, um, Nolan doesn't have a bad one in there. Some much better than others, but nothing categorically can be called bad. Wow. Which got me thinking, who do you think are the most consistently delivering actors, writers, directors currently and historically? Um, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis, I've never seen him deliver a bad performance. Okay. Um, I say Quentin Tarantino. I don't know if I've ever seen a bad Quentin Tarantino movie. I may have seen a movie I don't 100% care for, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it was bad. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Jack, like Jackie Brown is a damn good movie, well written. I'll probably see it maybe one more time before I leave the earth. Like it just—it's not that big of a deal for, of a movie for me to watch, even though I respect uh, the movie itself. Um, yeah. But I—but I, even the death proof stuff I liked. So, to me, I haven't seen anything from him that I consider bad. Yeah. Uh, Fincher. Yeah, Fincher's another one. Sure. Even Alien Three, I can defend. I like Alien Three. Yeah, to a degree, I can defend that film. But yeah, yeah. I've never seen a bad Fincher film yet. Uh, or Villeneuve. I haven't seen a bad Villeneuve movie. Yeah, he doesn't have quite the filmography mm. as the others. That's but fair. It's slowly stacking up. Yeah, and if yeah. Dune is good, just another feather in his cap. Yeah, yeah. And if people come to see it, that's a big feather in his cap. That's that's the thing. So, you know, uh, IMAX theater in Irvine is open. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't looked to see what theaters are open around here outside of drive-ins. Yeah, uh, and it's like, wow. I wonder if anybody's going to see Tenet right now. I might go this week sometime if I've got a morning open. I might swing over to that IMAX theater. I was looking at it too to see if they're um, showing that and New Mutants just to have a little fun to see how terrible that is too. Because I hear if, it's not good. Uh, New Mutants. Yeah. 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 I mean, horror superhero. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I know some people that have gone and they've lucked out, not in L.A. yet, but not far from L.A. Right. Where it was, you know, them and three other people in the theater. <laughs> that that wow. I could do if I could know beforehand. Right. There's only, you know, going to be a handful and uh, in, you know, like 400 seat theaters. And there's yeah. just four people. Uh, yeah. So that I could definitely be in on. It's just when right. it's 400 seater and there's a hundred seats in there taken. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, no way. No way, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I only want to see like four people when I walk in there. If I see more than that, fuck that. I'm out. Yeah. Right I would there. wear, cause I've got a full respirator. Uh, when I do like heavier duty shit. Yeah. You know? Um, it comes in handy. I would wear the full respirator. And then I jokingly said to Catherine, I was like, and then maybe goggles and gloves. I'm not sure yet. You know what I mean? We'll play that one. By right. Hand. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, if I went even with four people, I'm wearing a respirator. Oh yeah. Even though that is so much overkill, 
I don't need it. And I know that rationally, but yeah. just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. Yeah. You I never know. Yeah. I look like a, a bigger weirdo. Who cares? <laughs> they couldn't pick me out of a lineup anyway. So it's not like I'm going to be shamed afterwards. Right. 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 Good point. <laughs> uh, but I don't. Yeah. I, w- I want to go so bad. I'm Jones in to go to a movie. There's fucking there's just no chance right now. Yeah. I mean, we were down in San Diego. We there was like a moment or two where I considered going to because obviously all the theaters are open down there or mm-hmm. most of them, but I was like I don't know man it, at the end of a long day of looking at houses to see which one you want to move into it's just frustrating and you're like do I really want to go and sit in a theater and just like possibly get COVID and then I had a a bunch of people who like direct messaged me or mess or tweet or tweeted at me and said yeah I went to the theater I was me and my friend we were two of the three people in there. So had I, know. I known how empty these theaters were, I would have tried it out. Yeah, maybe we edit this part out so we don't do, you know, we don't start putting extra butts in the seats for the time being, and we go see a couple <laughs> movies this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, fair point. Fair point. Uh, fair point. <laughs> but yeah, I still, I'm, I'm just waiting for those movies to go to the drive-in, and then I'll happily go to the drive-in. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Won't be as good an experience, but. Better than nothing. Better than True. sitting at home trying to figure out what new show I'm going to try because I'm sick of everything else that's on television. Yeah, that's a fair point, dude. That's a fair point. Yeah, I'm burnt. Like, what what new shit you in? Yeah, me? Am I, what yeah. am I watching? Uh, no, we go, we've been watching um, all British stuff. So we've been kind of watching stuff off uh, the BritBox app and the Acorn app. We just finished watching something called McDonald and Dodds, I think is what it's called. And then they just dropped the second season of Criminal UK which is an mm-hmm. awesome series where uh, basically every episode is the same cops or same detectives rather. And it's one interrogation room. Okay. And, and they have guest stars who come in and yeah. try to. And so this season it's Sophie Okanedo from hotel Rwanda. It's um, this uh, it's a uh, kid Harrington from game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, this uh, actress called Sharon Horgan. Who's fantastic. She's in Cat- Catastrophe on Amazon Prime with Rob Delaney. Sure. And then, and then uh, the Indian uh, actor from um, Big Bang Theory. That kid okay. comes in. He's pretty awesome. So uh, they basically, the, it's a 40, they're 45, 46 minutes each episode, and they're just trying to get them, just trying mm-hmm. to wear them down to get the, uh, to get, and it's the twists and turns within the interrogation are pretty awesome as well. But the first season was great. And so this season's been, we burned through that. So that's, that's a problem, Matt, because we have so much, you know, like nighttime time, we're burning through seasons and running out of stuff to watch. Yeah. And uh, we've been watching The Vow. We've been watching Love Fraud, those documentaries on there. So, but we're running out, dude. It's desperation time. I know. Um, I'm trying to talk her into starting in on documentaries that have come out this year. Oh, yeah. She, she doesn't really like documentaries. Oh, so, wow. A, she's got to be in the right mood. That's and tough. B, it's got to be something that she's into. There's a couple that yeah. I've shown her the trailer, and she's like, I'd be in on that. Okay. There are others I don't show her because I just know it's not her. Right. It's not going to be her cup of tea. Right. But, uh, yeah, we've burned through so much television. She's already watched all those British shows. Oh, she, she's already jumped into them. Okay. No, legitimately. She started that like two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> so uh, there's none of those left that we can – I mean, some of them. Right. She watched The Crown long before I did, and she's like, I'm willing to go back and rewatch that if you want to. And I was like, sure. And then now – I thoroughly enjoy that show. It's great. Right. Uh, That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, the interview one, I watched the first two of season one and 
Uh, I like it. I get it. Just not for me. Right. I hear you. Um, but it's a it's a good show. It's an interesting concept and it's unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after two, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I think I get this. Yeah. Um, I'd rather have some sort of storyline arc through as opposed to one offs. Personally, just yeah, it's easier to burn through, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, but we're watching fucking House. We started it. Oh shit. One. <laughs> we're on like season six or season seven, whatever the. Uh, that is hilarious. House. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Uh. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's nothing, man. I know, dude. I know. I'm you waiting go on Fargo. It. That should be by the time they hear this, Fargo's yeah. out. Yeah, the Chris Rock one. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'll be watching that. And then Mandalorian's right around the corner. That's October. End October, isn't it? Yeah. And The Boys is out now. The Boys is damn good on Amazon Prime. Second season's been good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have And then and then that Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. That's awesome. Yeah. Right? I know you've already burned through it, but that's Yeah. Like we said on a previous show, I don't know if it was a Topic Thunder or the regular show. Hmm. They took what ostensibly on the outside is a paper thin premise. Yeah. And with a character that I think I would normally dislike. Oh yeah. Anybody that's just that plucky and upbeat and uh Jason Sudeikis does it with such an authenticity that you fucking love Ted Lasso. Yeah. And all these what early on I was like, man, it seems like there's going to be a lot of bad acting on this. <laughs> but as you get to know them, you understand yeah. that they already made these choices and you were just seeing flashes of the choice they made for the character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you hadn't had time to kind of like soak it all in. But the dynamic they create between all the staff and stuff and the players and it's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent, man. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, all right. Uh, that was um, Lemke, right? Yes, that was another from Lemke, which is, you know, do this as top ton, uh, topic thunder brought to you by Chris Lemke. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just do a Lemke show. Um, all right. Let's move on to, to skip over the next one then and go into Sean yep. Labua. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Sean Labua says, hey, man, John, what do you guys think will be the best way of the NBA to conduct the 2020-2021 NBA season? So uh, next season, I've heard different rumors like starting the season on December 1st, starting the season on Christmas. And most recently, I even read that there's a potential plan to not start the season until March. There are so many factors to consider, like league revenue, salaries, how many games to play, whether or not there will be fans in the stands, etc. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Thanks. Um, all right. Um Matt, you are the uh, NBA self-professed NBA expert here, so please go ahead. Uh, what, what do you think should happen? Um, I never profess to be the NBA expert. <laughs> please, I just rightly point out that I watch a lot more than the average person. I, I, that's fair. Than the average person, yes, I would agree. With uh, and you know, when you average the number of people out to two, um, more yes. than the average person, anyway. Uh, <laughs> December first isn't happening. Oh, yeah, you don't think so? No. Uh, okay. um, Adam Silver already came out and said uh, nothing definitive, but he was like, the beginning of December seems a little too early. We want to open back up when there's going to be fans in the stands. Right. Um, so then it became somewhere around Christmas to be, may, basically being the beginning of the new year type of thing. I have yeah. not heard March. Doesn't okay. mean that somebody didn't float a plan that has March in there. You know, there's a right. lot of playoff coverage, and I'm focused on that. Yeah. Uh, and you know, watching the games there and shit like that. Um, 
Right. Still, I don't see March because then they'd be ending right when football season starts and they want to avoid NFL as much as possible. So True. even if they have to come back uh, in January and do limited seating, they've also talked about doing mini bubbles type of things where LA yeah. would be one and somewhere down in Texas would be another. And then somewhere over where you could get a couple courts and you have a few teams go to that city and stay in that city for a couple of weeks, right. play a handful of games, and then they move on to another city and stay there for a couple of weeks type of thing. Yeah, yeah. That way it's easier to manage and they're not always in and out of new hotels and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's possible. But yeah, I don't, there's nothing definitive right now. They're still playing it by ear. Um, although the WNBA did, you know, uh, had an outbreak of potential of COVID. Oh, really? They got some, yeah, they got some um, uncertain tests back. Oh, okay. That again. So they postponed a game. It's like game one of the semifinals. I don't know who the team two teams are, mm-hmm. but uh, but it could come. It could be like Jimmy Butler had an inconclusive one, and then they retested him and found out within twelve hours or eighteen hours or something. The second test came back negative, and it was just right. a false on false the first positive. one. Yeah, yeah, or an inconclusive. We don't know. Right. Um. So it could be that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh But yeah, I haven't heard anything specifically definitive as of right now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't think there is anything definitive. Yeah. I think you're going to have to see how this all finishes out the season. And we're still right. We're in the conference playoffs right now. Um, the final the conference finals right now. So we'll have to see how this all plays out um, after the NBA finals are over. Yeah. And by that, I mean, once they are over, like, okay, what condition is the country in? What condition how are we starting to spike again in certain areas? Uh, what's the point? I mean, the reason the NBA has been somehow able to escape all of this stuff is that bubble situation. It actually worked out. Yeah. Uh, whereas the NFL has had some positive tests. The uh, uh, Every other sport has had positive tests uh, except for the NBA. Um, and it's been incredible. So is, if you're going to start the season that way, then you've got to really figure out the logistics of all those teams being able to be under – because uh, they could barely yeah. – I mean, the 22 was – I'm sure it was pushing right at the edge. Uh, adding in 10 more teams or what have you, I think it seems like that's a lot to ask of any hotel staff, any any chefs, any uh, you know people staying within yeah. the uh, limits and the restrictions and the rules. Well, so I think be, all of that, yeah. It'd be like four to eight teams in one city, so in Los Angeles, and they're using Staples Center uh, type of thing, and they're just playing games every day type of right. uh, thing. But then in another city, it's eight teams. So yeah. just kind of then they take out those, you know, six of those eight, they move on and six new ones come in and they they all play their games or whatever the case is going right, to be. But yeah, right. it, it'd still be um, if you're not at home, then that that hotel staff has to deal with quite a bit. And, and you'd have to do the um, quarantining before you go into the new city. So it'd be it'd be games. You could say, Matt, games every day and then these large breaks possibly before the games start up again every day, yeah. another large break stayed up. So that would be maybe the way they could navigate it. Although it seems like a technical headache, a uh, massive one. I think that's a way they could go for sure. But it I almost, love the bubble situation. It almost seems like they should buy an apartment complex in the cities. And then they can control all of that. And then they can bring food in and be catered and yeah. whatnot but yeah. they then they have x number of restaurants and it just it sucks guys you can't eat wherever you want to but if you want to make no. your millions of dollars you gotta you gotta do this right. right it's not ideal but at least you're able to make millions of dollars right exactly so <laughs> i'm getting dialed down i'm getting your shot there 
I, 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 I know. I understand. Like when they people yeah. complained about the bubble, how can you not? Everybody gets complacent no matter oh, what sure. kind of situation that they're in. Even sure. if they're multimillionaires, it's gonna you're still a person at the end of the day. Yeah. But hopefully you would take be able to take a step back and be like, This isn't as bad as it could be. And as bad as it is for ninety nine percent of the people experiencing this world right now. Yeah, yeah. Also, oh. the the other side of it is um I don't think the NBA wants to do that because I mean the the issues for lawsuits would escalate. The issue, I mean, like the, the 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 legal aspect of it all would be incredible to consider and navigate, don't you think? Yeah, but I think you could bake that into the next CBA and be like, we you have to indemnify us because we're trying as best we can. Look mm. at Orlando when you, when we work together with the Players Association. This is what we can pull off. Yeah, you got to you got to trust in the fact that we are doing everything we can to plan this yeah. so you're safe. Yeah, and sure. they've. This is the best results of any sports league in the U.S., hands down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also smaller rosters, smaller staff, small, smaller everything. It's the mm. one of the easier sports to move around. Right. And your playoffs came quickly, and you're able to move people out. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the NFL has got to go through their whole season. Before it I know. I don't know how the NFL doesn't have an outbreak at one of these teams, like a big one. <laughs> yeah. There's just too many – the, the marketing and advertising staff on these. And then you, there's an analytics department. There's yep. a GM, the GM's office. There's yep. the training staff. There's the, and it's just like, dude, these things are massive billion dollar machines. Yep. Uh, well, it already started to happen. Well, it already like with, uh, what's his face? Uh, the owner of the Redskins, Snyder. Snyder. Oh, sorry, sorry. The only Washington football team. Snyder and his wife are in quarantine right now because they somehow picked up covid uh, and so now they're in quarantine. So they get it from his mistress. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get involved. He's got to have one, right? He seems the type. Not just one. I have a yeah, feeling he's got He seems like the type. I don't know anything yeah. about that man outside yeah. of what I've read about how he runs that team. Yep. Uh, I would be surprised if And coming up next, we got one of the former cheerleaders for the Washington football yeah. club to <laughs> talk about the character of Dan Snyder. Anyway, take yep. it away. Yeah, right. Exactly. Show us the pictures that you had to take to send to him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Craziness, man. Um, but anyway, all right. We're at twenty six minutes. You want to? You want to wrap it yeah. here? You want to do it? Let's wrap right. it here. All right, and thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Topic Thunder. I always appreciate you all sending in the questions, and you never know where we're going to go on these uh, on these uh, when we answer these questions, these tangents, what have you. Uh, but I, we hope you're enjoying them, and they are picking up your spirits as we all navigate the madness of COVID-19 now and do our best to you know entertain you and bring you some great uh, content for you to enjoy through your week. And thank you to everybody who's a patron here on the Top Ten Show. Uh, you guys, uh, you ladies, help us stay alive. And right above my head is the address there, patreon.com slash the top ten, if you want to be a part of the Top Ten Patreon. Yeah, and it's with the number ten. Please join us over there if you feel so inclined. And, uh, you know, if not, um, just share the show around. Uh, yes. That's, that's, uh, if that's the support that you can give, we'd thoroughly appreciate that. Or write a review on the, the podcast app of your choice or leave us a comment on YouTube, whatever you feel like doing, but we'll take every bit of positivity that we can get in this cold, dark, disgusting world that we're living through right now. <laughs> Let's bring out the light, folks. Let's be the shining beacon of light. Thousand points of light all coming from one show. Thousand points of light. Um, <laughs> we're sending it out there and you can follow me anywhere at Matt knows to see the different uh, stuff that I'm doing. 
Uh, and that is it for me this week. Yeah, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And don't forget, for those of you who listen to us on the podcast channel, we also have a YouTube channel. So go and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well uh, and get us going there and get us, uh, you know, as many people subscribing to the YouTube channel for the top 10 as possible to see our pretty faces uh, mm-hmm. talking about all this stuff and the golden and see some of your fellow patrons participating in the golden ticket every Monday. Get putting name, putting faces to names of the people who've been part of our show for a long time and you've probably communicated with before as well on in the facebook group or on twitter so mm-hmm. uh there you go all right thanks everybody we'll see you next time for another brand new episode of topic thunder